good morning and welcome to this week's serving of Mickey Waffles, a Disney podcast where we cover everything from parks, movies and merchandise. My name is Sinead. My name's Kate. Hi guys, how's it going? Happy New Year! I can't believe I got that right straight out the bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a few weeks. To be honest, like at this, I don't, I don't, at this stage, like I don't even listen to you do the opening. I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. And I like wait for my cue. So you could have gotten it wrong and I wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> I was fully convinced I was going to get it wrong because it's been so long. It feels like we haven't recorded in like a month. It's been... Two weeks? Two weeks? <laughs> two weeks? Yeah. Three weeks? It's been two weeks. No, it must have been three weeks because we didn't record on the 26th. Oh, One, yeah, no, fair. One, two, three. We lied. We told you guys we'd only take two weeks off and we took three weeks off. Oh my God. But there was still an episode. Oh yeah. So no, what? Two weeks, two weeks only. (laughs) We hope you guys enjoyed our little round table with all the lads. I've already listened back to both of them. I'm I'm nearly finished the Theme Park Trader one and I'm still laughing. I just, I (laughs) just had so much fun. (laughs) Poor Dan. Poor Dan got so much abuse. But loving abuse. It's not... Oh, absolutely. It's friendly abuse. It's a safe place. Um, In this week's episode of Disney Parks and Beyond, Nick was telling us that um, they got their first complaint, like formal complaint via an email. Not for uh, Disney Parks and Beyond, but for for that Universal podcast. And um, he just kind of was like mentioning a few things about it and that it was from somebody called Kate. And I was like, not my Kate. And he was like, no, not your Kate. Imagine. <laughs> I like, hey, I like to complain that I'm not on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the lads have just con- have just like resounded that Kate's, Kate's are just an angry creature. <laughs> I'm not angry. I just like to complain. They're two different things. Loving Get Elmo. this in your head. <laughs> Love an Elmo Speaking of an Elmoan, we're in lockdown. What number are we on? Three. I feel like we've had more than three. Uh, I think technically, no, we haven't. I think technically, oh. by the rules, it's oh. three. <laughs> but by the government being, we're in level three and a half point seven five. <laughs> Do you I mean, mean, you say that, but like England are now in level five. Uh, okay. they're, sorry, they're in tier five of a three tier system. <laughs> so. <laughs> We we can't we can't joke because we're just we, as bad. We've closed things that we didn't even know could open. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, so yeah, the UK and Ireland now are both in the same situation again, where neither of us can do absolutely anything except go five kilometers out of our house, which in Ireland may be reduced to two. Just FYI, yeah. which is. But going all the way back to the very, very, very first incident of when we had our proper lockdown, straight up, it was don't leave your house, no more than two kilometres, everything's closed except food. Yeah. We're back to that after nearly a year. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Nostalgia. <laughs> nostalgia. Oh, the days. <laughs> I was watching Reeling in the Ears earlier. And it was like 1970 or something like that. And I was like, Jesus, the episode of Reeling in the Years in 2020 is going to be something fucking else. Have you watched Death to 2020 on Netflix? I think I've watched most of it. And I thought it was very funny. I quite liked it. I didn't it was, care it was, for it. It was like a Reeling in the Years for the world of 2020. Yeah. I just love the Samuel L. Jackson bits because I feel yeah, like true. they didn't script him. They were like, you just <laughs> say whatever you want. And he was like, Dude, don't worry, I got this. <laughs> true. true, true. I do love Samuel L. Jackson. What a gent. So, how's um, how was your Christmas and your New Year's? Fine, weird, yeah. like everyone else's. I went home yeah. for a day, saw my family for all of forty-eight hours, and then came back home. And that was it. We had New Year's here by ourselves. We watched Studio 60, which, if anyone doesn't know, is the other show written by Andrew Sor- Aaron Sorkin, who wrote The West Wing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I only got commissioned for one series, though, because the ratings were so bad. <laughs> <Joyce>. <laughs> uh, yes, it's 
pretty much it. And then we didn't really do much for the rest of the time off. It was nice having time off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's your first Christmas not in retail. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, I would say that it wouldn't have... It would have been a bit weird this year anyway because I would have never had an entire month of not having a job again. But... So it probably would have balanced itself out. It was probably a Mm. weird year for everyone. But yeah, it was nice just like basically having a holiday. Like actual just like time off. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, good. How was your festive period? Mine was fine. Um, We went up to my brother's for Christmas dinner. I was kind of, that was about it. I watched Gremlins on New Year's Eve and got drunk in my room which i mean it be it it beats my previous new year's eve so i'll take it um and yeah didn't didn't really do a whole lot um did a lot of cooking um watched a lot of movies and that was kind of about it i controversially took down my christmas tree on uh new year's eve ah Um, that's fine i've i've been planning on doing it and then i just haven't been bothered to because I have to figure out how to wrap all the decorations again and I just can't be bothered so I'm I'm off again on Thursday so I'll just do it on little Christmas see my tree is like after little Christmas should I say tiny like my tree I think is maybe two foot and it maybe had like 10 decorations on it so it took me like no time at all yeah (laughs) and I just had to like fluff up the branches so I think dismantling the tree took me a grand total of 10 minutes so (laughs) I was just, I was done. I like wanted to get rid of the Christmassy bedding. I wanted to get rid of the Christmas tree. But it did inspire me to get a lamp. So I got a new lamp for my room, which was arguably one of the more exciting things that's happened in the last Woo. while. <laughs> got me a lamp. <laughs> I did. I did. I got me a lamp. Well, I'm getting a hand blender. I'm excited for that. Oh, <laughs> lads. The exciting times. Woo. 2021. <laughs> Kate's gonna make some soup. Kate's gonna join the soup train. But it's literally like, guys, like people are like, oh, will I buy the simple purses? Will I not? And it's like, what else are you going to spend your money on this year? You're probably still not going on going on holidays this year. And if so, it won't be until like maybe October. So yep. it's not even got that much of the year left for you to go somewhere. So like, just go ahead, make that impulse buy. Twenty twenty one is just an extension of twenty twenty. Yeah, basically. Which is both grim, of, but here we are. Both of those years are just a complete write-off. 2022, here we come! <laughs> but that means I can delay turning 30 for another year, so that's fine. There you go. Look at that, eh? I'll ignore it. We're all, we'll all be owed three birthdays worth of birthdays in 2022. Oh, God, how shit. <laughs> Someone was saying something the other day about, like, oh, I didn't, like, I only had, what was that? I think I was watching TikTok or something. They were like, oh, I could only have 10 people at my birthday party. I was like, how sad for you. <laughs> I didn't have a birthday party. <laughs> I know. I know. I have to say, I'm very excited just to like go out for dinner. Yeah, I have said that. I'm like, I would. What was I was saying something and I was like, oh, I just can't wait to go out and have someone else cook dinner. Or how, how, go else and have a ni- nice meal. And I was like, yeah. we can make a nice meal here. And I'm like, yeah, but one of us has to cook it. Yeah. <laughs> I want to arrive at a place, ask for food on the paper, and for that food to then arrive. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to buy the ingredients. I don't want to spend the time cooking it. I just want it to be there while I drink. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm excited to just, like, go for a drink. Yeah. Like, or like spontaneously go for a drink like on Thursday be like hey do you want to go for a drink on Saturday see you in town honestly honestly oh. <laughs> and on that sorry note let's get on to the news <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen our leading story of 2021 is that Walt Disney World is still open <laughs> who'd have thought what the fuck <laughs> I don't think they're ever going to close no, so Walt Disney World in Florida is still open. It's chucking in traffic like it doesn't know what. Uh, they've also stopped putting gaps in the rides. So remember yeah. that old social distancing trick that we've been taught? 
Walt Disney World's been like, fuck it, the backs are high rise. COVID doesn't know what to do then. <laughs> it's not like it's an airborne disease. <laughs> like, I get that, like, everybody is wearing masks on the rides and all that kind of stuff. I get that. But, like, cases aren't decreasing anywhere. Um, maybe, like, over in Australia and New Zealand, because they actually have a handle on everything. But, like... I saw a video the other day of this guy in a park and there was just children everywhere. And he was like, yeah, this is completely safe. And I was like, what? And then I realized he was in New Zealand. Mm. <laughs> that and part of the like, world that just managed to actually handle it. Yeah. They were like, everything closed now. Thanks. Goodbye. Mm. <laughs> it is. It's concerning. Because like, I, I know you have kind of stopped watching Disney World vlogs for the most part out of protest I watch them out of morbid curiosity fair <laughs> I mean I think- there are some days where I'm like just a quick little just yeah. a quick little scoochy scoochie <laughs> but like I was watching I think I mentioned before we went on our Christmassy break um, there were Disneyland vloggers that I was, that I had watched that were going to Walt Disney World and like I follow one of them on Instagram and they were like, we're in Epcot today and we have so many friends with us. And I'm like, you shouldn't have so many friends with you. That's not a thing. Yeah. No. Like, no. it's just... Because even then, like, they were a group of, I want to say about eight. Too they many. They weren't all the same household. Six is your limit. Like, they weren't all the same household. And they were go- like they were going up to rides and they were being sat as like an eight person block. And they were sitting beside each other, and I'm like, "You're not, you're not, you're not all the same households." That's not how this works. Why? It's just not how this works. It's, I don't like it. I mean, like we know America's still on fire, but like seriously, really on fire. Like they still have all their restaurants open, all their shops are open. I know it kind of varies state by state, but there's no like widespread country mandate because you know. Their president is off committing crimes. Again. Sorry, Biden will be in soon. Biden yeah, I'm soon. really hoping. I'm Come really on, hoping Georgia. <laughs> his first his first thing is gonna be, yeah, everyone stay the fuck home or we're or like, you know, you're going to jail. <laughs> this is totally off topic. But have you seen the US RT reporter? What's his name? Like Rob Donovan or something like that? I don't, I don't know. I'm, no, no. But go but, on. So like he like he lives in Washington. So like whenever there's shit going on with politics, he's like the man there. Mm-hmm. And um, there was like this like wall of press like waiting to see uh, Biden get into his car. And he was like Brian blah 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 from RTE. And he was like RTE, I love Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> and his face just lights up. And I'd say your man is fucking buzzing because he's had four years of Trump not giving a flying shit. And now Biden's just like give me Ireland. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. <laughs> like he is so painfully proud of the fact that he's Irish it's he just hilarious. loves it well sure oh, someone it. did you see that video clip of when he got president elect and it was like oh such and such for BBC and he was like BBC fuck off I'm Irish <laughs> the fuck off may have been embellishment oh yeah that may have been me but <laughs> oh I love it though the president elect did not tell a BBC <laughs> reporter to fuck off <laughs> But yeah. like, just just to speak about painfully Irish, I was watching a video over the weekend of you know the Try Channel. Yes, it's like Irish people try insert word here, and it's when the Irish people do the drinking around the world in Epcot, and it's from like I think less than a year ago, and they're all like sharing drinks and just like living life in Epcot. There's not a mask in sight, and I'm just like, oh, mm. what a novel idea. But I still am like, <laughs> this sounds really bad, but I'm still like. I never had a problem with like sharing drinks. Like you know, like if you got a new cocktail or something, and it was like, "Oh, try this." Oh yeah. It was just okay. it was just never yeah, an we, issue. Okay, we shared many uh, yeah. item drink. Like I'm just we, kind we of like many things. When people are like, "Oh, do you remember when we used to do that?" I'm like, "Well, it's technically still okay. Just the issue is now that there's like a plague going on. But like when we're all vaccinated from the plague, like we can still go do those things again." Yeah. It's, it's just, still not overly great for germs, but it's not terrible either. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it just was like, oh, 
Occasionally I'll watch vlogs from like the before time. And nah, like the before oh, time. <laughs> if you want to see more of the before time, just go on any public transport in Dublin and you'll feel like you're in the before time. <laughs> Although I will say there has been the odd time where I've gone on to... <laughs> Do you remember the Mickey Waffles Instagram? Um, the what? Who? <laughs> Who is she? <laughs> um, I go on that occasionally and like flick through highlights of our trips and I'm just like, oh, I just don't do that this. to yourself. But it kind of makes me happy as well because I'm like, oh, do you remember that time I was happy? We had a minor technical issue. My <laughs> microphone hates me <laughs> with a passion. Just mildly displeased. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. Um, well, Disney World's still open, and I don't think it's ever going to close, which no. displeases me greatly, because I would like to go there, but I cannot go yeah. there. Yeah. They're even doing, so they released over the last kind of like week or so, this like ridiculous Florida resident offer. So a two day ticket, which is valid up until March 11th, 2021, is $149. Um, wow. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, 75 bucks a day. Ridiculous. A three-day ticket, which is valid until June 18th, 2021, is $179. And a four-day ticket, so you can go to every single park, which is also valid until June 18th, is $199. Less than 50 quid a day. Wow. To go to each of the parks, if you wanted. Obviously, you could buy a four-day ticket and just go to Magic. But I would assume you would go to all four if you were. That's See, what I would do. it's terrible because like if I was a Florida resident, you'd be like, fuck. Well, to be fair, if I was a Florida resident, I would probably have an annual pass anyway. But like, true, it kind of makes it gets really bad that they're enticing that. Like even in, over here, like when the shops opened after Christmas, it was like, we're going to talk to the retailer association and tell them they can't have sales to encourage people to come to the shop and I'm like in itself that's a stupid plan anyway but like do you know what I mean like I'm just like what the fuck are you doing I understand you need money but also like health and safety (laughs) yeah it's a bit mm, safety starts with you and me that's the Disney way unless you're Bob Chapek and you're like kill all the cast (laughs) fire them all (laughs) I did see this hilarious article. I, I didn't actually read it, but uh, it was on Disney Parks blog and it was like 2020, the year of giving. And it was like, what? Like giving everybody a heart attack because they've no healthcare and a job? Yeah, giving what? Like, are you taking the piss? Giving, give, giving what? Sorry. <laughs> giving Chapik his bonus back. Oh, of course. Nothing and that lady, says... her $11 million incentive. What a bitch. Remember her? Don't even know her, but what a bitch. Anyways. <laughs> I'm just so annoyed at the world <laughs> taking it on Disney. <laughs> um so everybody online being the dramatic Disney fans that they are, um we're losing their goddamn minds because Disney, I think it might have been via D23 released this like things to look forward to in 2021 article. Uh, one of which was what is now being called Snow White's Enchanted Wish, which previously was known as Snow White's Scary Adventure. So it was announced originally in... When did the article come out? November 26th, 2019. It was announced that they were going to be changing and updating Snow White's Scary Adventure at Disneyland Park. But seemingly everybody missed that memo. And when it got re-announced, everyone's like, what? <laughs> so people are mad. The only person that is, well, sorry, the only two people that are not mad are both Nick and Ryan, who I think have deep-seated childhood trauma from this attraction in DLP. So I don't think they're too disheartened that it's changing. But basically, they are stripping out all the scary bits and they're giving it a refresh. And it is very much along the lines of Mind Train. And kind of like aesthetic. Here, like, Kate, I shall hum, send you dee dum, dee hum, dee d- Oh, I think I've seen those pictures. Is that what that's about? And it's like the picture of, um, not Goofy. What's his name? Dopey. Dopey with the big, um... Yeah. Diamonds in his eyes. Yeah. Yeah, I have seen it, yeah. I obviously just didn't put two and two together. And I just thought that it was, uh, Mind Train getting a thingy. All my words have disappeared. What's the word? Refurb. There we go. Yeah. 
I think I think most people I think people are I suppose kind of like up in arms about it because like everything everybody likes to do the long overdrawn <sighs> goodbye to attractions when they get changed and don't get me wrong I, I say that and I kind of say it quite jokingly however there are certain attractions that if they were changing and I didn't get to go on it at least one more time I would get very upset but this attraction are people really that no but are people really that attached to this attraction it just sounds I, like it scared a lot of people I mean it's it's pretty much the exact same as the DLP one scary in English <laughs> Um, I think it's because it's obviously a Walt era attraction. I think that's why people are very protective over it because it's like Walt's version of Disneyland. I hate but, that people have that opinion because yeah. it goes against everything that the parks originally stood for in the beginning. I'm kind of like, no, you've lost it. No, no, you've lost it now. Go back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing I'm curious to see, and I feel like I already know the answer, which is probably a big fat no, is if they're going to update the one in DLP <laughs> or update <laughs> Pinocchio in DLP, which is arguably scarier. But that big thing at the end that's like, you're going to die. Basically, that one. Sorry, my theory interrupted there. Oh. I was like, giving I was like, me. I know I shouted, but I didn't shout that loud. <laughs> no, my theory was given out to me. She was being oh. stupid. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they will do the one in DLP, which actually reminds me of a total other news story that we just completely forgot that we were probably going to have to mention. Is it important? Oh, the thing that I want and it's happening. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to just mention it now? <laughs> Go for it. So the castle is officially getting a refurb in Disneyland Paris. I assume that's what we want to talk about. That was it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I could not be more fucking delighted. So it's got definitely going to be done now for the 30th. They said it's going to be done yes. for the 30th. So either February or March of 2020. No, 2022. Yeah. Yes. I thought it was 2022, but then I missed. Then my brain broke. But my favorite thing was, of course, the Facebook comments of Honestly. people going. Uh, my fa- my favorite ones were people getting confused that the castle isn't the Disneyland Hotel, and people being like. I'm sorry, nobody's notified me that this is going to be under construction during my stay. I assume I will be given a new room. And people are like, bitch, were you staying in the castle? I didn't see these. What the heck? There was like, there was like a good two or three of them that were like, no one told me this would be under refurbishment during my stay. Like, where, like, do I have to move hotel? Like, what's going on? And people are like, okay. Firstly, this is not the this is not the Disneyland hotel. This is the castle oh, that's no. in the park. Secondly, no one has to tell you shit when you book <laughs> about what's going to be under refurbishment. And people yeah. are like someone said something and they were like, "Oh, between this between not being able to see the castle and this other specific ride that's going to be under refurbishment, why would I even bother going?" And I'm like, "I don't know, bitch, but shut the fuck up. Like there's tiles falling off the roof." It needs to be done. <laughs> the amount, the most common thing I saw was someone being like, well, they were shut when we were supposed to go in April and then they were shut when we were supposed to go for Christmas and now the castle's closed. Like, why are Disney making this so difficult? And I'm like, Disney ain't making shit difficult. Coronavirus is making shit difficult. They are just trying to give their castle a fucking facelift before it collapses. Also, by the looks of it, they're going to put a really nice facade around it while they're doing yeah. the thing. It's actually going to look pretty nice. Um like yeah so yeah i'm just fucking buzzing like i'd go if they told me that the castle was going to be refurbed for two years and six of my trips were no castle trips to have that seventh trip be this bang ass castle yes yes please. i'm so excited for the paintwork because it's like, gonna be have, so pretty i have said this umpteen times and it is a hill that i will die on dlp has the prettiest castle cinderella castle can feck off no. i think most people agree with that there's a lot of people that try and say Cinderella Castle is prettier. And I'm no, like, eh, eh. they're wrong. No. no bueno. Even though she tried to like copy DLP with that like pink paintwork. <laughs> but can you imagine how pretty that paintwork is going to be on the DLP castle? Oh, she's going to be beautiful. Imagine they do a flip reversal of like Aurora's dress and they paint it blue. 
Can you imagine the shit show with the painted castle? Can you imagine? And, and DLP's People like official release would be like, make it pink, make it blue. <laughs> Can you? People would lose their goddamn minds if that pa- if that castle wasn't pink. I think I'd love it because they do it nicely. It would just look like Cinderella Castle, but then ah, uh, then there would be more confusion as to who owns the castle. It's like, oh, that's Snow White's castle. It's like, no, bitch. Fucking Aurora, like she's shit, but it's at least it's her castle. You gotta give her that much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, um, I'm so I'm so excited for it to have a pretty refurb castle for the thirtieth. She also, deserves it. Are they changing Maleficent underneath the castle, the dragon? I someone I thought thought I read somewhere that they were changing that or giving her a refurb too. See, this is the confusing thing. Because technically the dragon is actually not Maleficent. Yeah, However, the is. sign outside it's has Maleficent fine. horns. And I'm like, <laughs> lads, make up your mind. Either it is Maleficent or it's not. But I hope not. If they're giving it a refurb or whatever, happy days. That's fine. The animatronic has been a little squeaky. Yeah. But one of, the, one of my favorite things about DLP is the fact that there's a dragon under the castle. Like, what a cute, like, what a like unique little detail. It's also always really cold down there. So when it's feckin' boiling, oh, yeah. you can just be like, let's go. Let's it does feel like an actual cave sometimes. It's like nice yeah. and wet and cold. Do you not notice that the rock works always pretty wet because of the because yeah. she sprays the water? Yeah. That's what real caves feel like. They're always wet. Caves, the professional cave diver. I'm just being factually novels. accurate, guys. Come on. <laughs> what else do you expect of me? No, I kid, I kid. But um yeah, no, I'm I'm so excited for it to have a reverb and that means you'll get your Christmas lights back. Yeah, imagine oh god, if they don't put the Christmas lights on. Jeez, I'm fucking really pissed then. I'll be I'll be like, excuse me. Can I speak to the manager? <laughs> excuse me, you're one natcha, whatever your name is. I'll be in City Hall every day and be like, sorry, your castle is in tip top shape. The fuck are the lights? <laughs> then after our little DLP escapade there, moving stateside again. Uh, Ratatouille is set to open this year in Epcot in Walt Disney World. That has been confirmed. Woo-hoo. The creator person of the Ratatouille TikTok musical got to go and hang out with Remy for a bit. And yeah, I guess cool. Ed was like to me, he was like, I hear they've opened like a Ratatouille ride in Disney. What? In Disney World. He was like, what ride is it? I was like, the same one that's in Paris. He was like, oh. (laughs) He was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, it'll just be all in English. And he was like, oh, it's a bit shit. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, yeah, it is. But it fits in the pavilion and it was easy for them to just copy and paste it over. (laughs) Yeah. And like, it's it's a fun attraction. I I love Ratatouille. Um, I think it's a great movie. I think it's a great ride. Um, I will say, and it's something that me and Nick mentioned on Disney Parks and Beyond yesterday. Never in my life have I actually queued for it, though. I have no. only ever done Fast Pass or I have only ever done Single Rider. Single Rider. Never in my life have I gone through the main queue, ever. I think I have gone through the main queue, but I think it's been <laughs> very quiet. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was like five minutes and it was like, fuck it, we'll all go. Uh, yeah. The queue the is cute, but it's not worth waiting rather than going single rider because it doesn't matter who's in your app yeah true if there's any if there's any american listeners listening that are stupid enough to go to walt disney world when this eventually opens after soft opening doesn't matter who's in your app no no i hope they aren't allowing single rider oh they will don't worry covid doesn't exist yeah. anymore eventually they will <laughs> um covid who I know. What is that? <laughs> I know. I'm having a quick because I totally forgot, and it's something that we never mentioned, and it's where the news about the castle came from. There was like an, a virtual DLP inside ears. Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that. December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like scrolling through <laughs> to see what the story is. By the looks of it, so you know the DLP books that they've released, the Phantom Manor one and the Pirates of the Caribbean one. Mm-hmm. It looks like they are planning to do a Space Mountain one, Ooh. which looks very pretty. Ooh, that is nice. Yeah, so I, purely from a collection point of view, would probably quite like to have that. 
Um, we saw some visuals of the new DLP show, the DLP show, the Disney Junior show. Oh yeah, I remember the way it, the way it read felt like they were already replacing the show before it had even started. But when I reread it yeah. again, it was like, oh no, they're just confirming things that have already been mentioned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like there wasn't a whole lot of new information. It was like, hey, we're going to have Marvel product for the new Marvel Hotel. Shocking. We're going to have a Marvel key for the Marvel Hotel. Shocking. Fucking like keys. none of it was anything. They had a was... new photo from Route 66 of the Dynaco oh, yeah. truck being dressed up as the Dynaco truck. So my speculation from when we first talked about this is true. They are going to set a car's car on fire because he has eyes. So they're setting a car's car on fire. And I'm like, is that really the best option, lads? <laughs> I mean, seemingly. You gave this guy a soul and now you're killing him. <laughs> um, this year is the 25th anniversary of Space Mountain and DLP, now known as Hyperspace Mountain. Um, so I think that's why they're putting out all this merch for it. There's a key, there's the book. I feel like there's something else as well. Probably a pin. I don't mind um, pins. Pins are okay with me. The keys. Oh, the always... keys I hate. Yeah, the keys I don't understand. Fuck the keys. Um, but how sad. They're like, oh, here's all this like OG Space Mountain stuff and you can't experience the new one. <laughs> the old one at all. It's just Star Wars. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy Hyperspace Mountain, but I would I would like to experience the old one. It's fine. It's very Jules Verne. <laughs> That's fine. I enjoy that. I mean, I enjoyed the ride system and the track. So, I mean, would I miss yeah. the pew-pews? Maybe. Pew-pew. <laughs> <Pew-pew. laughs> what else have we got for news, KP? Uh, Tron is not going to open in 2021. Which, fuck that. Like, what's the point of anything anymore? <laughs> I know. Yeah, so they've taken Tron uh, off the 2021 like list of like, hey, this will open. There's also been no news of Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Rewind and that Space yeah. Odyssey restaurant. I know it's not called Space Odyssey, but that's just what I want to call it. What's it called? <laughs> like Space 220 or something? Yeah, something shit. Uh, but basically, nothing. The Ratatouille is the only new thing that's going to open, which is really sad because it's a ride that a lot of the world's already ridden. So it's like, okay, great, cool. Uh, everyone was obviously fucking buzzing for Tron. I personally thought they were getting on pretty well with it. I know Disney take their time at rides, but I thought yeah. they were quite far along and I guess they're not because if they were close, I feel like they'd finish it and just leave it yeah. rather than not. So I'm yeah. like, oh, are you not far along as you as we all thought? I I wonder if it's a case of because they've let like what like 40,000 cast members go and a ton of Imagineers and stuff realistically once Tron and Cosmic Rewind open we ain't getting it new anytime soon in Disney World no so I the feeling they're probably just like we're just gonna drag this out so it's probably just whoever's left is probably doing the finishing touches to Ratatouille and then maybe they'll go back to Tron and then eventually they'll go back to Cosmic Rewind but I think they're going to take their time with them to try and space them out. Because also, like, for example, when Hagrid's opened, there was, like... like and theme parks want the big, ridiculous mm. news stories of, mm-hmm. like, 18-hour waits and the yeah. queue went all the way to, I don't know, Texas. <laughs> like, they want those news stories. And you can't do that now. Like, Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway had a really shit opening because mm. of what was happening in the world. And yeah. it's kind of just been like, oh, yeah, do you remember that opened? Hmm. Rise of the Res- Res- uh, Rise of the Resistance is slightly different because there's still the whole faff about oh can't get a boarding group and all this kind of crap. So that's kind of kept the hype alive for that. Hmm. But I would imagine they want to delay the two big e-ticket attractions for as long as they can to try and get to do their usual grand opening. And also, they've probably run out of money in certain areas. That too. <laughs> I'd say it's a strong mixture of both of yeah. let's wait and also fuck we've no money because we've we've no money. <laughs> yeah. Cuz also like yes they'll always have the like die hard guests that like have DVC and have annual passes and will go back every single year regardless of whether there's something new or not. Mm-hmm. They're always going to have that subsect of guest. 
guest guests um however for 2021 they have ratatouille opening i think they're saying spring which i mean their spring months are different to irish spring months so i never actually know what spring means in america um and then for the second half of the year they have the magic kingdom 50th which again will be a whole big hoopla whatever that ends up looking like so they already have two big things dragging people to disney world this year why would they not stretch out the other two ones to try and encourage people to go back in 2022 Mm -hmm. because early 2022 chances are disney when like a park is a year a significant year celebration they drag it on for at least a year or if you dlp and you're turning 20 they drag it on for about seven (laughs) um so people like the 50th will probably still get people going in like january february kind of time Mm-hmm. It's after that. So I have a feeling they'll probably wait, sandbag the opening for it until they can kind of be like, oh, but now there's coasters. You got to come back. Yeah, I do think a big part of it is like, let's wait till people outside of America can come as well, because that's where we make that's most true. of our money is international mm-hmm. people as well, because they come and they spend all their money in one go. And then we don't see them again for a few years because uh, I was even saying myself to Ed I was like it's probably not worth us going until Tron's open because one, if yeah. we do go before it's open when it's safe to go it's only going to be another year at the latest until it is open yeah. so I'm like let's just wait <laughs> mm. let's go somewhere else let's go to DLP and go somewhere else for a holiday and then the next holiday yeah. will be Disney World I'm like we have to wait I was like there's no point yeah yeah so I have a feeling they'll do that to kind of entice people for that for the new things um also speaking of (laughs) anniversaries shanghai is five years old this year yay (laughs) well done shanghai uh (laughs) i've literally nothing else to say about that because we're so bad about the asian parks uh then they they release (laughs) they release the like brand so the plan is so we're open on june 16th 2016 I, I know this because i looked it up yesterday and then never actually mentioned it on the podcast um and basically they released their like branding for the fifth anniversary and it's gonna be like i said at least a year's celebration however that looks because china just seems to be just doing their own thing um so i guess we'll see in june as to what it is they're planning to do for their fifth but I also know. like shanghai is quite small yeah, like it's, it's a, a very small park. park. With nothing in it. Yeah, like vol- volume wise, no. Landscape wise, it's very big. It's like but Studios. Actual... Studios is a fairly big park, but has but there's nothing. nothing in it. Yeah. So happy birthday, Shanghai! I'm sure we'll report on something mm-hmm. if it happens. Yeah. That's interesting. We'll watch some vlogs. Then leaving the park atmosphere, moving on to some other parts of the company of the three strands that they're currently made up of. The Stitch Vaughn collection, as I'm quoting it this year, ladies and gentlemen, is being released in the Disney store. It's their new monthly collection. It's called Stitch Breaks something. Who cares? It's Stitch Crashes Disney. Yeah. What a shit name. I'm sorry, Disney office workers in Hammersmith, but Jesus Christ, work a bit harder. It's (laughs) it's not just Hammersmith, though. It is a global collection. Which yeah, but I feel like it was a lot of them. me. Also, in America, they're getting magic bands. Yeah. And I'm like, I still also don't know if that's a great idea. Uh, like, let's encourage more parkours. Uh, do you want to list out the list of what each month is so far? Yeah, so they're doing a plush of Stitch that's inspired by whichever Disney movie he's crashed that year. And a matching pin. So January, which is getting released on January 18th. I assume the collections are coming out on the 18th of each month, like Mm -hmm. all the rest of them. So January is Beauty and the Beast. February is Lady and the Tramp. March is the Lion King. April is the Little Mermaid. May is Pinocchio. Interesting choice. And June is Aladdin. See, the other problem is like, I, I like these movies. I don't overly care for any of these movies in abundance to be like, oh, I love that movie. I'd have to get that month. But I have to say, like, if I was to just glance at this month's one, I would purely just like a quick, like, second glance. I would assume that was an Aladdin one and it was based off a magic carpet. Yeah, it just... It's not Beauty and the Beast. It just looks shit. They just look crap. 
They look yeah. really bad and they look like shiny. Yeah, and I'm just not excited for them, but I've never been excited for Stitch as a character anyway. He doesn't really float my boat. Yeah, me neither. Um, but I am interested to see how it goes via Shop Disney UK slash Shop Disney EU in terms of yeah. this new monthly release because it's still happening where there's new stuff coming out on Shop Disney UK that's not getting released on Shop Disney EU. It's very... Oh, really? Yeah, something was released very recently. To be honest... I don't pay a lot of attention, but I like to read the comments. And there was something released pretty recently. And the first, like, one of the highest leave. Oh, God. One of the most liked comments was, like, absolutely ridiculous. Not been released on Shop Disney EU. Like, this is discrimination. Oh, damn. <laughs> and I was like, ah. So it does seem very hit and miss as to what they're deciding to put on UK and EU. Which I find interesting because, obviously, all these people were shopping on UK to begin with. So why not put it all on EU? But, um... Yeah. I don't know. Strange. But also, technically, if EU stands for Europe, technically, the UK could still shop. Why don't they... They could technically still make it just a European website. Because they've left the EU, but they've not left Europe the continent. Yeah, (laughs) true. I'm having a look on it now, and there's way more, like, kid stuff that they've added recently. Oh, there's a cute jacket... Um, Welcome to yeah. Sinead shops for her nieces. <laughs> There's loads of cute baby clothes on it, though. I have to say. Welcome okay. to we both shop for Amy's niece. <laughs> <laughs> there's also there's also a the child big face cushion, which I feel a like you enjoy. It's a child. <laughs> you love a big face cushion. I do. I've never put cushions at the moment though, so. Uh, so that's that monthly collection. If you're interested in it, interested in the collection, let us know because I'm intrigued to see if anyone does have a lot of interest. There's been a little bit of hype about it, but a lot of people are like, "This looks crap." Yeah. <laughs> do you know what we should do though? Because Lord knows when Pin Time's gonna be able to come back. So maybe we should like review the collection of each month. We'll we'll give you our thoughts. Stitch bomb with Kate. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant <laughs> then there there's not much there's not really other any shop disney news sorry guys i know you love hearing a shout that. about it then we have some disney plus news uh we'll oh, leave yeah. we'll leave soul for last so star yeah. is coming out on disney plus star being yeah. like the orated section of disney plus featuring your yes. favorites such as die hard x files blackish Loads of things. Uh, guy, alien. I think American Horror Story as well. May yeah maybe. I they sent me an email. Disney sent Disney Plus sent me an email. And we're like, hey, as Did of sent me an email. As of February something. That's when Star is coming. Hold on. Twenty third. Yeah, there you go. Maybe 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 I might have. When fair, did they email you? They didn't email me. I might have deleted it. Fourth of January. Feckers! I didn't get an email. Love Victor. Which is the Love Simon spin-off show that we all thought was going on to Hulu is going on to Star. I thought you meant, I thought you meant the person that emailed you was called Victor. <laughs> Desperate Housewives. Live Free or Die Hard. Prison Break. Lost. Atlanta. How I Met Your Mother. 24. Oh, I do like How You Met Your Mother. Something called Big Sky. Lost. Did I say that already? There you go. There's loads. So yeah, as of February 23rd, uh, Star is now going to be integrated into Disney+. Plus. It's just going to be there. You have no choice. Yeah, so it's going to be, you can seemingly set it that it'll have a pin code to access those kind of things. So like if you have kids using Disney+, Plus, that they won't suddenly accidentally put Alien on or something like that. Sorry, so you can sorry, set a pin code. The title, the email, do you know the subject of the email when they send it to you? Yeah. It says, welcome to 2021. Contains aliens, explosions, and nuts. Brilliant. I don't know which show that's in relation to, but okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Like, Brilliant. What? <laughs> um, I know, so there, as a result of Star coming to Disney+, Plus, there is going to be a price increase. So it's going to go, I think we mentioned this on the last one. So it's going to $8.99 a month from $6.99 a month, and then $89.99 for the year. Rather than sixty nine ninety nine for the year, or if you were like me and Kate and you signed up for it before the twenty third of March last year, twenty fourth of March, 
24th of March. Um, then you got it for 59.99. However, so was chatting with the dads and if you go into the subscriptions bit of your Disney Plus account, it tells you when the next payment is due and how much it is. And Craig checked his and it was saying it was £59.99, which is the current price for Disney+. Plus. And he was like, do you think this is the case? Like, when are they going to update this? So Nick being the um, thorough journalist, he is, it's like that, do you remember that time I rang DLP about deaf people on Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> and she was like, let them feel the air. <laughs> do you remember that? Bless that was her. outrageous. That was outrageous. Um, so Nick got onto Disney Plus, he got onto live chat and was like, here, come here to me, what's the story? And basically they said that, especially for any guests that signed up before it launched i don't know if you signed up after i don't know how that works necessarily but so long as you renew before i think he said the 23rd of august that you will get it for the reduced price so when ours gets renewed on the 24th of march this year we will only be paying 69.99 rather than 89.99 so it's fine with me but even 89.99 it's still fine with me (laughs) Yeah, it's seven fifty a month. Like I use it all the time. <laughs> yeah, like it's double the content. Like, and I'm happy to pay for it upfront. Like I'm happy to pay the year for it's it. Just so much I easier. Don't have to think about it. So much easier. Like here, take my money and goodbye. See you next year. Yeah, and it it makes sense because um, Craig was wondering like, oh well, if stars dropping on in February, like, are we gonna have access to that? And I was like, absolutely. I was like, they're giving you a month to see all of this amazing new content yeah. that they've added and then because i know there was a question there's a there's been the kind of conversation in our group chat with our friends anyways kind of been like who's going to renew is anybody like not sure that kind of thing if you were on the fence they're giving you a month of like look at all this extra content that we're just handing to you let alone the 10 million things that we announced at the shareholder meeting so like it's really encouraging people to renew their subscription yeah and it's like for the year that's in it in 2021, not that not that we'll be locked down for all of 2021. We'll like, no. as vaccines begin to roll out more, we will be able to do slightly more things. But it's still going to be a lot of encouraged to stay at home when you can. And I yeah. do think this has played into Disney's favour in releasing Star mm-hmm. at the time they're going to do it. Because as you like, from what we mentioned, a lot of box sets, a lot yeah. of long box sets, X-Files, Lost a lot of that kind of stuff where it's like oh my god do you remember when i watched that when it first came out let's binge it all again and the fantastic thing with disney plus is because of the service that's in it because they own the whole rights for it they can't do what amazon do sometimes which is the distributors withholds specific episodes so that you have to pay for like the really important episodes and so that you can continue the series and that just doesn't happen with disney which we recently found out when we had to change our amazon prime over to the irish edition we wanted to watch the next episode of Buffy and it's a really good episode and so we had to pay for it. And so we said, fuck you. And we watched it on all four because <laughs> they're all there on all four, <laughs> which you still That's have outrageous. access to if you're in Ireland, by the way. You can still watch all four. That hasn't changed due yeah. to Brexit. But anyway, yeah, it's a great thing because I just thought like um, X-Files is on Amazon Prime, I think. But now obviously yeah. it's going to be on Disney Plus and because Disney Plus owned the complete rights for it, you're guaranteed to have every single episode there, no problems. Yeah, and it's not like I know a couple of people have like started shows on Netflix and then all of a sudden they've just disappeared. disappeared. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that either. Or like I experienced the other day, brand new season of Drag Race has started, season thirteen, sat down, was buzzing, and about twenty minutes in, I got an ad for the chilling adventures of Sabrina and I was like, No, no. I was like, I'll pay for my Netflix account for you to be advertising other shows to me in the middle of it. Like, absolutely I not. think they do that sporadically based on, I think it's based on like data of physically what's being watched the most right now. Because I've had that once, but it was ages ago. But it was something that was like really, really popular at the time. And I was like, what the fuck is yeah. this? But I only got it on one episode and I've never seen it again ever since until you said it the other day. So I do think yeah. it's like very randomized and it's also like oh my god ten thousand gajillion people are watching this show right now go go push this show to them just real quick <laughs> yeah. I, I was not best pleased i was like fully enjoying drag race drag race Jesus drag Christ. race <laughs> drag race 
And then like little ad came up. But don't get me wrong, I thoroughly enjoyed the first season of the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and then it just fell off a cliff. Like Riverdale, I've just like same writer. They're same writer. still making Riverdale, right? But Mindhunter, they've axed. They're not making any more Mindhunter. What the fuck? River- no one likes Riverdale anymore. It's for losers. Make more Mindhunter. What a fantastic show. And Jonathan Groff is not in Riverdale. I'm going to have to go back and start rewatching it because I'm just like, I'm so distraught. Every time I think about it, I'm like, fuck, no more Mindhunter. And they left Mind it on Hunter. a cliffhanger. Mindhunter was so good. And I was actually, I we've mentioned them a thousand times before, but uh, True Crime Obsessed, fave True Crime podcast, along with Murder Most Irish. But um, they have just done a documentary on BTK and it was just reminding me of Mindhunter. And I was just like, oh. Like I know, like I know at the end of it, they can't figure out who your man is because they haven't, they only figured it out a couple of years ago who he is. So I understand that within the context of the the show, they will not find out who he is. But like, there was that whole thing going on with his son and like, was his son a murderer? Like, is he like an absolute serial killer? Like so many options. And you know, just Jonathan Groff, just put Jonathan Groff in an episode. Doesn't matter what he's saying. He could read a poem for all I care. Just pay him to do it and put it on Netflix. Do you know what I mean? Just pay him to read. Just pay him to read a poem. Jesus, Netflix! The fucking Riverdale shite. Like season five, fair, that's on. Season five. Yeah. To be fair, you'd sooner get Jonathan Groff reading a poem on Disney Plus than you would Netflix. That's very Calls true. Actually, yeah. I'll get on to Disney Plus about it. Yeah. They love Jonathan Groff. If in doubt, just watch Hamilton again. Oh yeah. Oh, anyway. And then the last piece of news is that Soul got released on Christmas Day on Disney Plus and we've both watched it and yeah it was lovely in my I opinion I really enjoyed Soul it was I very nice was, I thought it was a lovely movie I we mentioned it just to mention the podcast again we mentioned it last night we were recording <clears throat> um and what I hadn't realized cuz I was hoping that it had just gotten released on Disney Plus for now and then it would eventually end up in the cinemas when cinemas would reopen and stuff. But seemingly it has a big Disney Plus original like banner on it, which oh. kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I was really hoping, like I was sad. actively going to go to the cinema to see it. But it's also a bit sad that they branded it as that because if it wasn't for yeah. COVID, it wouldn't be that. And yeah. not that content on Disney Plus is any lesser than content that gets put out on the in cinemas because like if Mandalorian was made into like a movie-esque type thing 100% absolutely like theatrical release level but like Soul was supposed to be a cinematic a theatrical release like it's a bit bit sad (laughs) yeah what did you make of it it seems to be quite like polarizing with people I liked it I thought it was a very wholesome movie I understand the people that say that they were bored because I can see the aspects of where... Because the thing is, it's one of those Pixar movies where you really have to like immerse yourself in the movie and be mm. like, yeah, yeah, I get those feelings. Yeah, 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 that's me too, yeah. But if you're just like sort of passively watching it, I can see you sort of like glancing up every like 10 minutes and being like, oh, we're still here or something like that. Yeah. But I do think that has to do with the whole you're not watching it in a cinema, so you're not being forced to put your phone away. And I'd be very interested to know how many people watched Soul while doing something else on their phone or on their laptop or something like that. And yeah. then went, oh, wasn't that like, wasn't that great? And I'm like, but were you really watching it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. But I, I liked agree. it. I really liked it as well. I think I think it's the least for kids Pixar movie that they've yeah. ever done. I, I did say to Ed, I was like, this has gotten very deep, very fast for a kid's movie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think there's enough to kind of grip kids Children. for the rest of the movie. But I mean, like I have always said, animation isn't just for kids. Like Disney movies, Pixar movies are not just for kids, especially Pixar movies. Like Pixar yeah. movies have so many layers to them that they are just as much for adults as they are for kids. Um, But I do think soul was very much adult focused i think it was stunning i think it was so beautiful i remember it you have you ever watched you definitely have you know the blue umbrella the yes. picture i literally about 10 minutes in i was like dad i was like this is like the blue umbrella type animation i'm like is it drew is it drawn or is it just a photo who knows yeah <laughs> 
like when they did the like big like scenes of New York it is New York isn't it Mm-hmm. like I was like this could be a picture like that could just yeah. be a photograph of the New York landscape like this is outstanding yeah it was beautifully and, drawn yeah and I know I mentioned it before about the inside Pixar shorts but those like wiry characters that like oh yeah run the like, like the universe the universe basically is what they are yeah <laughs> um seeing how the like character artists created them like literally from like molding wires and stuff and I'm just like it's so because when I was watching her do that I was like I don't understand this at all but then seeing how those characters like flow and move, move and all that yeah. kind of stuff I was like this is fucking genius I also just love the relationship between them all like even though they're actually all the one sentient being they all yeah. interact with each other differently and I'm yeah. like this is so weird when you think about it like it's the same thing <laughs> It's it's like us, depending on the day and time, and who's pissed us off. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Like I did, I did really like it. We, me and Ed both kind of agreed though that we don't love it when because I never I hadn't actually really looked into Soul that, that much. Now that I don't work in the store, I tend not to because it makes movies yeah. more enjoyable. But okay. I didn't realize that Richard Ioadi and Graham Norton were going to be in this movie. Yeah. And so we love Richard Ayoade. He's so funny. But when he started talking, we were like, fuck, it's Richard Ayoade. And then that's all you can see. And like, it yeah. makes it really difficult then to focus on the character that he's trying to play and what else is going on in the show. And that happened again with Graham Norton. Because I was listening and I was like, yeah. a good three minutes I spent. And I was like, is that Graham Norton? And I was like, no. Yeah. And I Googled it and it was. And then that was it. And then that's all I could hear was Graham Norton. Yeah. And I was like, I understand having big names in movies is great, especially like animation movies. But when they've got such a distinctive voice yeah. that you know from the outset it's them, it's very difficult then to follow the rest of the movie because you're like, oh, here's Graham Norton again. <laughs> yeah, because like, obviously like Jamie Foxx, the lead, like he didn't kind of pull you out of it at all, but it's because Graham Norton is just Graham Norton. And yeah. He's, like he has a talk show. So his voice is everything. Mm-hmm. And it's so distinctive mm. that, yeah, it's just, yeah. I, I, I got over it, but I was like, oh, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> God darn it, Pixar. Getting A-lister celebrities into your movies. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I liked it. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I do, I hope maybe that it might get some form of a theatrical release because I feel like like the animation in it is so beautiful, just to harp on that again. But like, imagine getting to see that like in a cinema screen. Like it would just be so good. Yeah, I also do feel like, I know I mentioned about like people being on their phones and not really paying attention to it, like might be a possibility as to why some people didn't like it. But I did also feel different watching a Pixar movie for the first time on my TV rather than in the cinema. And I was like, I feel like I would have liked this at least 10% more if I'd have gotten to watch it in the cinema. There's just something about the aura of the cinema that's just like, ah movie agree <laughs> i agree is there anything else that you've been watching on disney plus that you would recommend uh no everything we've been watching has been we finished the west wing that thing we oh, finished we finished silicon valley we were watching silicon valley that's over now so nice. we're nearly finished studio 60 so i was like fuck we better go back to buffy <laughs> fair there's some new stuff on Sky that we're planning to watch as well. I've nearly done Bridgerton on Netflix. I really haven't watched that much on Disney+. Plus. We're planning to rewatch all of Star Wars. That's on the cards. Ooh, good. But we're going 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Okay. Oh no, we're going... Oh, what's one, two, the order? Three. 1, 2, one, three, two three, Rogue, Rogue one, one, Solo, Solo, 4, 5, 6, and then the rest of them. Yeah? Yeah. We're going to do it that way. Which I'm intrigued because a lot of the Star Wars movies I find quite boring to Getting watch. Through those first three is a slog. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I understand, yeah. I do like Star Wars and I do like Star Wars movies and the universe, but some of those original Star Wars, I'm just kind of like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> the only thing is, you're one of the few people that does really enjoy Jar Jar Binks, so at least you've that to look forward to. Yeah, but I've also never watched them in this order. So I think okay, it'll be fair. interesting to watch them this way because I'm like, maybe yeah. I'll enjoy it more if we watch yeah. it this way. But I think one of the things about Star Wars is I've never really thought about the timeline 
a hundred percent. I've got it like down, but I've never really thought about it. So I'm wondering if I watch them in actual timeline order, at the yeah. end of it, will I be like, oh, that's who he is. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Uh, what about you? Have you been watching anything else on Disney Plus? The only thing that I started watching on Disney Plus, which is a bit of a, an odd one, but I would kind of recommend, it's a show called On Point. Oh yes, and it's. It's kind of like a documentary series type thing. And it's all about School of American Ballet, which is in New York. And it's kind of like the prep school for New York City Ballet. Uh, I'm weirdly obsessed with ballet. Like, it fascinates me. Um, I don't understand how people can do it. Like, I don't... I just... I don't understand how people can be on point point shoes and stuff like that. Like, it fascinates me. Um, So, it's just... It's really interesting. It kind of goes across, like, different age groups and, like, what the, like, audition process looks like. What classes are, like, for, like, little kids and then for, like, the people that are, like, nearly becoming professionals and stuff like that. Um, So, it's interesting. They follow a... I was going to say, they follow a diverse cast, but as diverse as you can get in ballet that is predominantly tall, skinny, cisgendered people. Mm -hmm. But they follow very many ethnicities and people with different financial backgrounds and stuff like that. That's more so as, that's as diverse as you can get when it comes to ballet. Let's call a spade a spade. Um, But yeah, it's it's really interesting. It's it's definitely not for everybody. But (laughs) I would imagine, so my niece Emily quite likes dancing and all that kind of stuff so i don't know if it go it would probably go over her head just yet but maybe when she's a little bit older she might be mm-hmm. interested in it um but that's that's kind of been about it oh i watched mulan oh i still watch mulan should i watch my, it my dad was desperate to watch mulan absolutely Why? desperate i don't know <laughs> i think it's just because they'd seen ads for because my mom oh, asked right. me about mulan when it was coming out on premier access and she was like you have disney plus can we watch this and i was like yeah but it's 30 euro and she was like oh, okay no then so we watched we sat down and we watched it i liked it my issue with it is that in the og mulan it's just an average girl that is just doing a thing for a dad she's just an ordinary person just a small town girl legit though like it's not she doesn't have any superpowers or anything like that she's just a girl that is just doing everything the lads can do and is just doing what she can for a country and for her family that's all it is do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like yeah. whereas this one it's basically like she has magic powers she can do all this extraordinary thing there's a really terrible witch and that's coming from me <clears throat> there's a really terrible witch and it's basically she can do all these things because she has the force is based like they treat chi like the force so it kind of takes away the whole girls can do anything guys can do Hmm. type storyline and it's like ooh, but she's she has superpowers don't know how i feel about that like Like, if if you weren't analyzing it that much my parents loved it right absolutely loved it but they obviously wouldn't be like delving into the nitty-gritty they will just watch it as an movie Mm because i don't actually even know if my folks have seen the original mulan but they both loved it. And it is beautifully shot and everything. And the costumes in it are phenomenal. But yeah, I kind of took issue with that. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll watch it someday. But it's it not someday. a bad movie. It's not, I mean, I'm not screaming about it. And for a Disney live action, that's saying something. So Yeah, true. True, true. <laughs> Make true. about what you will. <laughs> so yeah, I think for our return from Christmas, that's pretty much everything we have to say. Considering we'd feck all to talk about, I'm impressed. We're always good at this. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. If you want to hit us up on Instagram, it's at Mickey Waffles Pod. I mean, I don't know, maybe 2021 will be the year of the resurgence of that Instagram page. Who knows? Uh, or if you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's at Mickey Waffle Pod. Exact same handle, sans the S. Yeah, and if you are listening on an Apple device, maybe you got an iPad for Christmas. Seemingly everybody wants an iPad for Christmas. If you haven't listened to that episode of the Christmas Cracker. Oh, yeah, there you go. Look. See you look. <laughs> uh, be sure to go give us a review on Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast is free, by the way. Some people seem to think that it charges you. It does not. Um, it's not like iTunes. And, <laughs> yeah. And also, we have not decided to bring back the lockdown quizzes yet. However, the After Dark Podcast Network is potentially going to be doing a quiz either end of January, first week of February, depending on which people choose and whether people are doing dry January. I have to say, if anybody is doing dry January in January 2021, God bless you. Have I? I drank on New Year's Day. 
what if I started on the second? Nah. Okay, hey, this January is gonna be bleak it. enough. Don't be put. Don't be having to go through it without alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah, Can't even speak. True. I've still got a good bit of Bailey's in the press and whiskey. Got a lot of whiskey. Oh, never too much whiskey. But um, yeah, if you would like to join, I will leave the link to the After Dark Podcast group, After Dark Podcast Network Facebook group. Jesus Christ, Sinead. And there's a poll in there where you can decide whether you would like prefer the last week of January or the first week of February. And then I'm assuming once people have decided about that, Nick will put in, in an event and you can join and it'll be a great time. You guys should come. Has 10, questions. It's usually me and someone having an argument for at least a good two minutes it's usually you and ryan <laughs> i love ryan <laughs> we have such good arguments that's why we get along <laughs> oh, the hey thanks so much for listening guys and we'll see you next week bye, bye. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.